Honda's got great deals across a great range all month long. In fact, they're so great that we can't tell you exactly what they are. So what's the deal? Come in to find out and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. See honda.com.au for details. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, Eddie, so podcast, uh, first one that we're doing while we're away, we're mm-hmm. overseas. I mean, I'm assuming you're sunning yourself. Well, your, I'm sunning myself, You're sunning Tom. yourself on a beach somewhere. Hell yeah, I'm sunning myself. And I'm probably indulging in some sort of local cuisine. I'm in Mykonos, having I, the time of my life. I'm not sure where I am currently, maybe in Athens. So We haven't gone on holidays together, punter dribblers. We're, we're separate, and sadly, we will not be crossing paths, but we'll catch up. We'll catch up for a podcast. Together in spirit. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but this week, Eddie, we said it last week, we're talking to the great Josh Reynolds. Hell of a bloke. Hell of a bloke. So, punters, during the month of June, every Wednesday, we're down at the Botany View Hotel. Did a couple of live chats with a few people. Uh, we did one with Josh Reynolds, the, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, so, if the sound is a bit sort of like... Like it sounds like it's caught in a fucking pub, that's because it is. So, you, you'll get your ears will get used to it pretty soon. Um... But adjust, punters dribbling. Adjust, because it's a hell of a yarn. You're going to love it. Josh is a legend. Um, so here it is. Uh, again, we've said this before. Hello Sport, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. If you want to hit us up anywhere, it's uh, on Hello Sport Instagram. Uh, sorry, Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Correct. Do it all. Check it out. Make sure you like and subscribe when you go to the podcast on your podcast platform. Now, without further ado, here is Joshy Reynolds. Welcome to the Hello Sport podcast, a live podcast that we do here, myself and Eddie. Uh, and just uh, can we get a bit of a round of applause to Josh Reynolds for joining us this evening? Yeah, Josh. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, Josh. Before last Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, this was our last Origin winning 5-8, so uh, serious, serious biz tonight. I washed up now. No, yeah, you're done now, mate. No, 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 it's all about Maloney. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, no worries, thanks for having me. Um, let's start with uh, Origin on Sunday night, if we can. Um, where, do you, where do you watch that game? You watching at home with the fellas? Yeah, I actually had a, a barbecue because we had Monday off, so I had oh, all nice. the boys over at my house, a couple of... Um, Refreshments? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, how, do you, more than a couple? Yeah, I hope so. Do you? Is oh, it, I can't drink. Is it hard to watch it as a as a fan, or can you watch it as a fan now, or is that still a bit of a burning? You know, like ah, oh, fuck, I'd love to be out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely can. Yeah, I'm. Um, you know, ever since you're young, you you support New South Wales, and and I was I was just lucky enough to play, you know, for him, and you know I'll never forget that. I I still got a desire to play there one day, but if it doesn't happen, there's no, you know, that's it's how it is. Like when I when I when I did get dropped, I wasn't playing good enough footy to be playing, so it was my own fault, mate. And it is what it is, and if I want to get back in there, I'll have to get back on the field first, but then play some good footy too. Uh, how did you see the game? What did you What did you make of it? Because they're all t- they're all saying it was one of the great Origin contests. I they sort of they sort of mesh a bit for me, to be honest. Well, usually because I'm wildly intoxicated. But how did you see it from a professional's point of view? Professional. <laughs> well, you've been. <laughs> no, I. I think they, that's the old cliche every year. It's one of the best games, isn't it? But no, I think um, I just think New South Wales. I think this year. We're just saying the way Freddie coached them was was perfect. I think that team that they had was it was full of raw ability. You know, you got guys like Latrell Mitchell and and Jimmy Maloney who sort of play their footy off the cuff a lot. And I think Freddie didn't try and coach that out of them, which is perfect because if they probably tried to play too much structure and and try and go into that type of, of footy of sort of grinding footy, they probably wouldn't. Have won, I don't reckon because I I actually think Queensland. 
at for periods of time probably play better, but they just couldn't capitalise. And a couple of poor options uh, by them in at some crucial stages cost them. So I think New South Wales just you know they, they backed their ability and and got over the line in the end. You say like play what's in front of you. Is that is that what the good players can do? Just play off feel largely? Like you were saying you reckon Freddie did that for most of his career. Is that the sort of the secret to success for these better teams? Like Queensland, do they play off feel, do you think? Or was what level of structure is that? Well they used to last year. <laughs> yeah, nah, but I I definitely think there's a there's a good balance you need in a team. I think so, for an example, uh, at the Dogs, we were very structured when I was there. Um, it probably didn't suit me, to be honest. I, um, I'm not comparing myself to like Freddie or, or whatever and that, but I, I like the unstructured stuff. I think um, that's why I'm enjoying my time at the Tigers because we go from, you know, yep, let's get here, get here, but if, if there's something there, Ivan gets angry if we don't take it. Whereas at the Bulldogs, it was more about, you know, get here to play here to play there. And yeah, like you said, you look at a team like Penrith, they, when you play against them, so through the week we'll, we'll do video on teams and they'll be like, yep, so they're going to do this and that. When you play Penrith, you don't know what's coming because they don't, they throw anything at you. You know, Tyrone Peachy might drift across field 30 metres and pick someone up and you can't really train for that. Not for the Peach. No, no. He's, he's unbelievable. Can't train for the Peach. Can't train for the Peach. No, <laughs> out and out footballer. Um, back to Origin, how, how did you, what did you make of someone like Nathan Cleary's performance where if we're being honest, didn't really offer much in attack. He was there, he defended well, uh, and because New South Wales won, maybe like there's no pressure on him, but as a uh, half yourself, how did you rate his performance in those two games? I think he was solid. I really do, you know. Like you said, it's... Origins, a, it's, a, it's a different beast. It really is, you know. He's a... I think, is he 19, 20? Yeah. I oh, mean, it's, it's a massive effort to be in there for him, and that's the way he plays. He's a very controlled player. Uh, with him and Jimmy Maloney in the halves, clearly Jimmy's the one who takes the more risk, and Nath just steers, steers the ship. For me, I actually think he went really well because, yeah, he might not have stood out, but that that say that you know that tackle who took and he took Valentine Holmes in the touch. That's an Origin moment. I feel uh, not many people you know can show up at a time like that late in a game. Um, I think he, I think he kicked well. He'll be better for the experience, you know. It's uh, like I said, it's he, he, he's a freak of a player. He's, I think he'll be there for the next five to ten years, and I think you'll just get more confident in that arena. You know, the, it's massive, mate. Like you, everyone knows, like Origins. It's honestly the whole, the whole of New South Wales is on your back. The whole media they pump it up. It's 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 huge, and for him to go in there and. You know, be cool, calm, collected like he is in the NRL. It's it's pretty special. Talking of freaks, what did you make of Ponga? Like, because when we were watching it, Ponga's obviously awesome as just a run-of-the-mill fan. But when you're watching him play that game in the middle, doing a majority of his work just making tackles, are you watching it just going like, holy shit, this guy is a freak? Were you able, were you appreciating it during the game, or was it afterwards when you sort of were able to marinate in what he'd done that you were appreciating it? It actually shits me. <laughs> it honestly does. I, so, so I played, I, so this year my first game back uh, was at Hooker and I come back at, at Manly and mate, I only played 20 minutes and I don't know if anyone here watched but my actual ass was hanging out <laughs> and honestly I was, I've never been so tired in my whole life because it's just so different in the middle and, in, and on, on the edge and he's fullback, he, he does less tackling than a halfback and I was, 
I was blowing, and I'm just watching him on Wednesday night, or I'm sorry, Sunday night, and like to see him get in there and and make all those tackles, but then be able to fucking split New South Wales and come up with a 30 metre flick pass makes me sick. <laughs> He makes us all sick as a state, makes us violently ill. Honestly, do you reckon he was talking shit when Darren Lockyer was trying to like probe him, like, mate, you know, how quick's origin, like, and he just wouldn't answer. He goes, oh, yeah, nah, not too crowd, different. Crowd but bigger. He, yeah, yeah, basically just the crowd bigger. Do you reckon that's, is, that's honest? Or, I don't think many people can get away with saying that. I honestly don't, but I honestly think he can. I was thinking that. We, we, me and the boys were talking about that training. We said there's not many people who could actually say that without people going, that's pretty cocky, but he can, honestly. Do you reckon he was being cocky, or is he just literally, he, he just is that good, he's just comfortable, he was, that, he was just that comfortable? Yeah, definitely. He's definitely not cocky, because yeah. um, I've, I've seen, I reckon I've got a pretty good gauge on, you know, how people, you know, how they're perceived and or how they you know show themselves and he's he's good like in the media he, he never talks himself up he always talks his teammates up and I honestly just think that would be true like it, it'd honestly just be another game for him Jesus. the game just seems so slow and man, when I played Origin I was off my head <laughs> I wasn't in the game for the first half an hour yeah. like honestly like because it's just the occasion gets the better of you sometimes but yeah he's he's one of a kind uh, on on you playing, uh, obviously as you said before, 2014, um, the drought breaker. We uh, <laughs> we got the W. How was that experience for you? Obviously, I mean, essentially every year as a New South Wales fan, I expect we're going to win, but then my heart's broken. How, how was the sort of pressure for you guys in that year, and then uh, coming through and winning it? Yeah, it was, it was it was surreal, mate. To be honest, it really was. You know, to for me and uh, Trent to be able to to be in there together and. And like you said, to break that drought, it's, it's something, it's my best moment so far in my career. Um, I've had a, some pretty cool moments, but like you said, that that Queensland team, there'll never be a better better team, I don't think. I really don't. And, you know, for us to, you know, just, just bind together as a team, they, they had the better team, but I think we had a... A, a team that just was was willing to, I don't know, just be there for your mate, and that's what it's all about. A lot of the time, I think it's uh, Origin's not really about the big big plays, like I said with the Nathan Cleary thing. It's just about those little ones, and I feel we probably done that better than them that series, and was about, was able to come away with the win. I know you said before you didn't think you were playing well enough to be picked the year following, but was there a party that was a little bit dirty that? You know, after eight years, we finally get the bickies, the chockies, and <laughs> you're shown the door the year afterwards. Yeah, like, 100%. did that make you burn a bit? Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate. But you thought you think it was a fair decision? Yeah, like as in, well, how? Uh, that was how a bullshit decision. Let's be. I think it was bullshit. <laughs> it was, it was Thanks, bullshit. man. I like that. <laughs> the state thinks it was yeah. awful. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> what a what a state. <laughs> nah, but like, yeah, like because in the previous years they, you know, they they stuck. And we were losing, you know, and, and that's probably the only sort of way I was pissed off. But then sometimes you just got to sit back and and realise that, you know, if if I was playing good footy, I would have been there. But um, yeah, like it was weird too because Trent did get in, and you know, and it, it, Mitch got in. Yeah, you know, but it is it is what it is, mate. I, I honestly didn't kick stones. I. I had to just get back out there and, and, and play some play footy for the Bulldogs. So some people may know this, some people may not. When you win Origin, you get a ring, which is pretty sweet. What do you when you bring that ring out when you're having a dinner party or like if you're going on a date? Do you sort yeah, of wear dates, that? Yeah. yeah, dates. <laughs> you, wear, you wear it to the dates, or yeah. do you put it on when you get back? No, I give it. I give it to them. <laughs> Put this on, baby. Nah, I've actually, I've actually honestly never worn it. It's actually hidden away. Really? Yeah. Oh, mate, I, you know, I want to 
show my kids that, you know, yeah, it's absolutely. pretty cool. So, but um, yeah, it's um, a couple of the boys actually bring it out. I do, yeah, a couple of the couple of the older boys. Faf, Robbie Farrow brings it out on Origin. I, I always puts it on Instagram and that. Oh, really? Yeah, it carries on. We <laughs> <laughs> were half expecting you to wear it. <laughs> um, well, let's uh, we, let's move on from Origin. Wanted to talk about uh, when you were coming up when you were a youngster, before you'd made it in the NRL. Growing up, were you always were you always noticeably better than the players you were playing against, or so you know maybe earmarked for, for future for higher honours, or were you someone that was just desperate to play rugby league and it was more about determination? Yeah, definitely the option B. <laughs> yeah, I, mate, I was. You know, I wasn't terrible, but I definitely wasn't great. But um, no, I sort of got to that age I got lucky enough to make um, like the development side at Dogs and and I as a, one thing I, I will give myself is when I as a young guy I was I feel I was pretty switched on and I knew I had a pretty good opportunity and I, I just knew that if I put you know my mind to it as you do with sort of anything you want to do you I could probably edge out a few guys that probably had more talent than me and a lot of the time it, it, it did happen so yeah I wasn't assuming for any of the teams I, I just scraped in a lot of the time but yeah I sort of you know I seem to feel I have a pretty good work ethic and and you know want to get things done so that's sort of what I've I base my you know trying to get the first grade on you debuted in 2011 is that correct yeah, yeah. yeah. How was that? What was that experience like? Can you shed some light on? Yeah, it was what scary. I, I assume was the one of the best days of your life. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a Thursday, no Friday night down in Canberra, so it was absolutely Jesus. terrible. One of the shittest days. Freezing. Awful. Everyone hates Canberra. Like honestly, I reckon get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't reckon anyone should yeah, ever yeah, play yeah. there. Eh? Yeah, they should just play them in Sydney. We're yeah, going yeah, down there soon. Oh, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> the old Hemi might be a bit sore again. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But no, it was. Mate, yeah, it's honestly, I know, and probably the same. Everyone says it's, it's it's a dream come true, but it was a bit weird for me because I um. I'd been playing halfback or five eight for two years in Premier League, and um, Kevin Moore got um, got sacked at the Dogs, and Jimmy Dimmick come in, and he just came up to me at training one day. Uh, Mick Ennis had like a bit of a sore neck after an Origin game, and he wasn't sure whether he was going to play. And he said, "Mate, would you would you play hooker?" I was going, "What a what a question to ask me, you know?" Like, <laughs> when uh, was the last time you played hooker? I never. I before that, I'd hardly ever played. And this is a go to play hooker in first grade, start against a, a massive Canberra pack, and I'm just in my head, I'm going, "Holy shit!" Like, no, I can't do this. But I said, "Yeah, sweet mate, no worries," you know. But yeah, and then from then on, I made. I, I actually lost us the game that night. I gave away the penalty to to make us lose the game. But yeah, it was a it was a scary, but but mate, what a you know what a feeling, you know, for my. To do that in front of my family and all my friends come down and it's it's it's, it's what yeah what I trained for my whole life and yeah that's one other thing I'll, I'll sort of never forget. Yeah, when you come into first grade, what are the things that you have to uh, changes that you've got to implement or sort of the way your life has to change around from a football perspective, but then also from just like a day to day perspective where you're now like a recognisable face in and about town, Bulldogs fans rabid as fuck. Like, is there anything you've sort of got to be more aware of or that you've got to do differently? Not look at my social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's yeah, it is. It's, it's so different, you know. I was. When I was younger, mate, I was, you know, 18, 19, mate, I was a, I was a rat bag. Honestly, it was like I was, you know, just, well, probably just like everyone else, had a, I wanted to have a good time and go out with your mates, have a beer, have a laugh, 
do some things that I probably couldn't say <laughs> that, I've, that I've done. But but yeah, it's it's so different now. You know, my, my life or as a as playing professional footy, you're pretty scrutinised. You know, there's not. There's not many things that you can do without, you know, going unnoticed. And don't get me wrong, it's the I've got the best job in the world. I wouldn't, you know, take that away for one day. But I think what some people don't realise is it's it, it is hard as well because sometimes you can't be yourself. Sometimes I can't say what I want to want to say, you know. And that's probably a bit hard sometimes because, uh, you know, I feel a lot of time I do like to speak my mind. And you know, people people are always going to have an opinion of you. And you got to get used to that. You really do. But um, yeah, once you get your head around that, it's mate, yeah, I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. On social media, uh, after you know the, the debut night in Canberra, how long did it take for thirsty men and women to sort of start sliding into the those dance? Men and women. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, you're a handsome man. You're a handsome man, Josh. Who knows? Hey, you know what? Men and all. 2018, women. both ways. Exactly. It's sweet, that's right. <laughs> you got to keep your options open. <laughs> Was oh, it an avalanche? Or? <laughs> well, I lost this game, so I was getting sprayed. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it was, it was good. It was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so, look, I mean, you were talking about the scrutiny on social media as well. Just sort of similar situation, but with with uh, the media. So... You know, wake. You know, off the field, your you, your record's impeccable. You know, you're not a scandalous rugby league player, but you know, if you're playing bad or if you're tripping people or you know doing all that sort of stuff, sometimes hey, people. With that. No, well, you know. <laughs> but uh, is it the same approach when you've got the back page and it's you tripping someone? Or, like you just sort of get out. Well, fuck. <laughs> I actually, nah, I actually laugh. Yeah, right. Nah, nah, but yeah, it's um, yeah, like I, I have had. Times of my career, and you know the old grub hashtag has been thrown around a bit. I don't know why, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. It's um, you know, mate, it's for me. I, when I was younger, it did. It used to get me. I mean, I honestly, this this has been honest. Um, I, I, sometimes I wouldn't want to leave the house like on a Friday till you know Sunday till really? it died. Yeah, just because, like I said, everyone's going to have their say and. Yeah, and, and so they should. Like, but yeah, sometimes you just don't want to hear it. Yeah, you know, like, you, you do the crime, you got to you know pay the time, whatever it is. So, but now it's Matt. Now I'm sweet, honestly. You know, people have their opinions of me, and I sort of just realise that everyone's going to have an opinion. You know, whether good or bad, I just you know smile and wave half the time. It's it's honestly harder on my family. Yeah, right. yeah it really is. Like, I mean, they're used to it now. They have a laugh too, but it's just when it's. You know, like you know, some stuff they might not want to read, or yeah. and, and but that's yeah, you know, they got to get used to it too, I suppose. Do you actively avoid reading media for that reason, or so you, like you, or you know, those players that go, oh no, we don't even read about yeah, it. Is yeah. that bullshit, or do no, you can't I read, read the paper it? all the time? Yeah, right. Yeah. How can you not? Sports section of the yeah, telly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Get out of here. Hundred percent. No, no coffee, oh, money for jam, cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I no, I don't, I don't avoid it, mate. Yeah, it, it, it's it is what it is. It's a part of it. Yeah, you know, it's don't, like I. It's funny you say that. I bet you're like a lot of footy players that say that they read the good stuff. Yeah, you know, I feel you got to get have a good balance, and you know sometimes you got to cop criticism. It's, it's it's the job we do. How often do you think about the two grand final losses? Is that something that burn, obviously burns you? But do you like just wake up one morning and say, Ah, fuck? Is it- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's it's honestly it's. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up and go, oh, what a fucking game. <laughs> yeah, yeah nah, for sure, man. That's, that hurts. It really does. It's, yeah. uh... 
can't we live forever? Would you really want to? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. Hello again, Sydney. I'm Lee Lin Chin. Remember, the train line between Epping and Chatswood is now closed, so it can be upgraded for the Sydney Metro Northwest. In the meantime, there's Station Link, a high-frequency bus service that takes you from station to station on seven different routes. I know it's a big change, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Plan your trip. Visit transportnsw.info. Authorised by the New South Wales Government, Sydney. Only because it's, I know how hard it is to get there. It's, it sucks, like, because we had, especially that first one, to beat Melbourne would have been awesome. And, yeah. Because we were a chance, you know, we were only, I think we only lost by two or four points. You know, the South one were blown off the park. Uh, that, was, that was tough, tough to cop. But yeah, that first one, mate, with, especially with the team we had, I think we were, we were just very unlucky. We played well, but we just, you know, a couple of bounces didn't go away. and... You know, I had Billy Slater and Cameron Smith and, and Cooper Krongitz. Always they're, they're tough, tough to beat, yeah. What's it like a grand final? Is it similar in some ways to an origin in terms of the speed and the intensity and what's at stake? Or is it different again? Yeah, it's, it's definitely different. I, I wouldn't say it's... Origin's definitely the hardest game I've played. Yeah. Um, that first... So the, when I got selected to play 5-8 that first year up in Suncorp, that first game I've ever played is easily the hardest game I've played. I remember it clearly because I just... It was a relentless, like, we defended eight sets on our line or something like that, and, you know, to do that is ridiculous. It's just, it's such so mental. You've got to be, you know, ready every play, and like I said before, you just don't want to let your mate down. But grand final's awesome, especially playing for the Dogs, because they're such a... You know, passionate. They're passionate. Oh, they're fans of lunatics. <laughs> but good ones. No, they are. They're great. They're, they're great fans. And, you know, I'm the same. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about, as we are just saying, like teams I support so I'm passionate about my, the way I play so I used to have a really you know soft spot for them because I really enjoyed what they did bring to games and that week made in, in Belmore because I used to live in Belmore like I, I literally lived oh, yeah I've actually got a, a pretty good story it's, I'll, I'll cut it short so it's grand final week honestly Belmore's like pumping all day like there's people in the street that the people block the streets cops can't get in like honestly it, it's pretty crazy yeah it's, it's, it's pretty cool and there's kids everywhere and it's, it's a great experience, and but at night time, you know, as the, there's plenty. It's very multicultural area. The Lebanese, I've got heaps of Lebanese mates, and they all get down there and they get all the, the drums out and, and start going off and letting off flares and everything. And I just, I could hear it from my house. I honestly could because I'm, I'm from the main strip. I was, Is this the day off or like nah, the week that, during? Yeah, the week during. Oh, mate, every night. Cold. Yeah, every night. Yeah, oh it's just a massive. Oh it's, it's a massive oh bender. <laughs> yeah, they. they, they so I, I could hear it, and I said to my mates, like, I'd love to go down there. Like, but if I I went down there, mate, it'd be um, it'd be crazy, it'd be madness. Like, you know, like I just, you get mobbed. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't I hate saying that, but yeah, I would. So I said, nah, stuff it. I'm doing it. You know, I, I want to get this opportunity again. So. My mate drove down and we're driving through the street and it's bumper to bumper, so you can't go fast. 
and I was sort of just hiding like in, my, in the passenger seat and just watching people they're going off mate jumping on cars and whatever and like some little kid looks in and, and said oh there's Josh Reynolds there mate I saw anything the next thing I've got, they, they mobbed my car um, and they pulled me out and I was on someone's shoulders and <laughs> in two minutes it was honestly and mate I, I, did, I was actually nervous because like well, Des was my coach, and I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't see this, mate. Like, I'll... On Channel 9 News, you're like floating <laughs> down the street, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to do it, mate. Yeah, a bit of early celebration, but yeah, that's how, like, that's how crazy it was. So, yeah, the, the whole week is, is pretty awesome, mate. It's good. How long, were you, like, did it, how long did it take you to rescue yourself out of that situation? <laughs> we weren't there all night, were you, mate? <laughs> Two days. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you're, you're at the Tigers now. Leaving the dogs last year, how transparent was the club with you about the shit that was going on and like that you were potentially going to be moved on and all that sort of stuff? Did you were you aware or were you hearing rumblings and was that off putting as I imagine it probably was? Yeah, it was. Like it, it's probably you know because it, it's sort of the norm now, isn't it? Sadly enough, you know people coming and, and going from clubs, but it did mean a lot to me because I had been there for so long. I was there for like fourteen years, mate, and. You know, I knew literally every person's name there and mate, it was my home, it really was. And yeah, it's <clears throat> when I was here and you know, that they were maybe gonna bring, you know, foreign and and whatsoever, I I wanted to get on the front foot straight away because I, I didn't want to leave. Like and you know, I've I've said that the whole way. And sort of when I went in there early they were like, Yeah, yeah, no, we wanna we wanna keep you and it's good, so it was all good. But then as it sort of dragged out more and more they just, uh, yeah, well, the, the deal got shitter and shitter. <laughs> and I went, what about that first meeting we had? <laughs> what did it get down to? Was it match payments? <laughs> actually, free socks. No, nah, that was good. They actually, they actually said to me, you can be the ball boy. <laughs> so it was a pretty good deal. But, yeah, and, and I sort of, one day it just clicked to me that, I might, I might not be here, and you know, because I, like I'm, I, I'm, I don't really say this too often because I don't like you know bagging them, and I'm not bagging them. But what they did offer me was a bit of an insult, like the, the what I'd done for the club, and you know, the, sort of the market at that time. It was, it was, it was a bit embarrassing to be honest, and you know, my manager was pretty filthy, and and so was I to be honest. I, and the, the, yeah, but I don't want to get too far into it, but it was sort of. I didn't know where it was coming from. I didn't know where they wanted to get rid of me because I just wasn't in the plans for the future or, you know, they just, yeah, they didn't think of me as a player. So that was probably the hardest bit. But, mate, in the end, I, I, love, I love the move I've made. Mate, it's, geez, it's been a challenge, you know. Like, I've had a terrible start to the year, but it is, it's actually a great club there at the Tigers. Personally, you must be kind of like, as you're saying, sad to see where the dogs are at now, but personally, you must be like, thank fuck, I'm out of there. <laughs> nah. Nah, no, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. All right. Nah, but honestly, oh, oh, this is me being really honest. I hate seeing it how it is going there because, like, don't get me wrong, I, I, I hate that I had to leave, and but I haven't got any hard feelings against anyone because I know I'm not better than bigger than the club and I know that and I don't think anyone is so you just gotta you just gotta swallow your pride sometimes and be like you know what it, it, it's not just me you, you gotta look at you know like Piercy who would have ever thought he would have left the Roosters so I sort of once I once I drop that you know like I don't know I suppose that baggage of 
I don't know, like I, I should have been there. It was it was heaps better. But now I look at them and mate, they're, they're all still my mates. Like I've, I've I've had so many good memories with a lot of guys there, and it, and it sucks to see them. Uh, struggling, it really does. Like I'm, not, yeah. and that's just it's it's a, you know you wouldn't want to see your mate struggling. No. I still live with one of the doggies boys, and I see him come home, and I can just see that he's a bit rattled at stages, just because of the whole you know and the media into him, everyone's into him, and it's always about him, you know. So it is sad to see, but um, you know they're a big club, mate. I really think they'll get back to where they should be. Might take a while, but I think a couple of years they'll be yeah. back on their feet. <laughs> the old cliche. <laughs> oh, see, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, has anyone else got a question for Josh? If you feel like asking one, shout out. Oh, I want um, so These guys are Manly fans, and a couple of years ago in the semi final or something, you scored a try from nowhere. Nowhere, somehow your energy got you there. And then I've seen you play a game where you get some guys' knee fucking in the back of you, you keep playing. That shit, is that just passion, or are you actually fitter than most of your club? But somehow, when you, or you're not fitter than them, when you're playing, you manage to go to another place. I think I've just lost the plot, really. It's funny you say that because, let's face it, I'm not the most silky player out there. If anything, I'm probably the unsilkiest five eight in the comp. But I'm happy to admit that. I know, I know where my strengths are, and little things like that popping up anywhere and trying to create something out of nothing when there's a bit of a lull in the game is, is what I base my game on. And, yeah, it's. I've had some moments in my career, man, where I, I question myself, like, honestly, am I half? Because, you know, I look at the half stats and uh, Ash Taylor's got 21 tries, and I've got three. <laughs> and I go, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> but, mind you, man, like I, like I said, I... Well, the way I base my game on is, if you ask my teammates what they say about me, and the feedback I sort of get is, you know, I try and do all the little things, and you know, not necessarily the things that are going to get you all the accolades, but, but I'm happy with that, mate. So, but yes. surely, like everyone else, the crowd and all I can do is know that because I mean, you've got to be up there in the top three to the cult heroes. with which you approach a game uh, there's there's no doubting your effort whenever when anyone watches you play I think is probably what he's trying to say I don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah, no, if I'm to wait through the bullshit <laughs> Yeah, but in that sense too, mate. Like I don't, I don't take for granted what I do. Like I honestly, I I actually feel I'm privileged to do what I do. And you know, some guys, some guys take it as a job, rugby league, and that's fine. Yeah, they're just so talented. But for me, I'm the I'm the other way. I love it, mate. I really do, and I love all everything about it. I think a reason you know people might warm to me, like you say, is I actually very warm. <laughs> I try to. He's hard. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, but I, I actually take. I actually. I, tr- I really try and take time out of my day to to, uh, to be the best person I can too. You know, there are some freaking arrogant footy players. And I, 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 you know, everyone would say that. <laughs> no, but honestly, but you know what, mate? Like. It doesn't, it's not hard to take one minute out of the day, two minutes out of the day to talk to someone and and just talk footy. You know, my, my mum always said to me, mate, if you ever do anything with your life and change, 
she'll, you know, she'll let me know straight away. And she hasn't let me know yet, so oh, that's, that's what I'm going to write. That's very nice. <laughs> All right, I think we'll wrap it up. Josh, thank you very much for All right, well, there you go. How good was that chat, mate? Fantastic. How good was Josh Reynolds? Oh, he was unbelievable. So, look, thanks for listening. We'll be back pretty bloody soon, punters, dribblers. Back from that hot European sun, tanned as fuck. Going to be looking hot to buggery. So, anyone, if you know Angus Crichton, please let him know to that we're, that we're, that we're looking for him. We're looking for we're him. We're looking. We're ready to rip in. Angus, reach out, please. Uh, as we said at the start of the podcast, if you want to connect, Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Or head to the podcast platform of your choice. Search Hello Sport. Like, Thank subscribe, you five stars. Advance. All good. See you soon. Thanks for listening. Hooray. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hello again, Sydney. I'm Lee Lin Chin. Remember, the train line between Epping and Chatswood is now closed, so it can be upgraded for the Sydney Metro Northwest. In the meantime, there's Station Link a high-frequency bus service that takes you from station to station on seven different routes. I know it's a big change, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Plan your trip. Visit transportnsw.info. Authorised by the New South Wales Government, Sydney.